This week on the Baseline Podcast, we talk about the depressing end of the regular season for the Cincinnati Reds and how I believe they will not make the playoffs and how the Cardinals have been the hottest team on the planet in any sport. We then focus on to Ohio State and how their defense still has not figured it out and especially how to tackle or cover anybody. And we talk about how they might blow out Akron or they just might have another Tulsa game. And then we finished up by talking about the Browns and how I believe they're going to go two and one. They're going to contain Justin Fields and they're going to run the ball right down the Bears throat and all that and more on the Baseline Podcast. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Baseline Podcast, where we like to talk about sports and we like to cover all the angles. And hopefully you learn a thing or two about sports and the teams that I love to watch and root for and cry for at the same time. Uh, my name is Ben, and I hope you come here uh, to have some fun to hear a little bit about some sports, hopefully be encouraged as well. And so it's been a week. It's been a crazy week. Um, I'm sorry about last week's episode. That kind of came out late. This one's coming out late. I, I've just been busy on other things going on. So uh, trying to get these out. And uh, if you're listening to this, you also should know that my other podcast, which has been on hold, I think for like four weeks now, longer than that, actually. Yeah, it might be a month or a little bit more than a month that I haven't had it out. Just been... I haven't really been feeling it, to be honest with you. Um, and and I and I'll talk about that hopefully in the next uh, episode of of that podcast that will be coming out here shortly. Uh, but today we are going to be talking about sports because this is the baseline podcast where we talk about sports. We try to cover all the angles, as I always say, the beginning and the end of each episode. And this episode, well, it's kind of a downer in a sense of part of it, and then it will get better. I hope we'll see. Uh, we're going to first talk about the Reds because, well, I think I said it like the beginning of this whole baseline podcast. So what, nine weeks ago or whatever, a little longer than that, may have been 10 weeks ago. I said the Reds can make the playoffs if their hitting stays consistent and pit, they find pitching, right? I think for the most part, their pitching has done better. It has not been good by any means, but it's been decent, right? Enough to get you where you want to be. It just so happened that two factors happened. It's called the Cardinals just went on this tear here at the end of, of the year, and they've won 11 straight. They pushed the Reds from being like a game and a half, about a half game out, a game out, to now they're four and a half out. And the Reds' hitting just disappeared. Like, I've been watching the Reds a lot, and and I know, like, they have struggled last year. They struggled a little bit, and then they get, you know, beat in the playoffs. They make it and get swept or whatever. And and the thing is about it is that they just I I don't know what happened to this team. Like I know they've injuries has been I hate to see, use injuries as an excuse, but I mean really reality wise, realistically, I should say. You look at Winker, who's been unhealthy pretty much since the All Star break. Uh, Mustakas has been not healthy basically all year. Castellanos went down for a little bit. Vado's been healthy for the second part of the year. You know, Suarez hasn't been himself. You know, Farmer's been injured. Senzel's been injured. And, and I'm not here to make any excuse for them because they still should win. But you have been missing a lot of their team. And I think, uh, yeah, I, I really do think that it's going to be an interesting um, offseason. Uh, and I, again, I'm not trying to be a downer and be like, they can't make the playoffs. I mean, they're still mathematically in it. But they're four and a half out. And they have they lost the Nationals. like. So I'm interested to see what this, how this kind of this winter kind of goes with deals and stuff. I think my gut tells me Castellanos is gone, which is going to be a huge hit. You know, 
Do you lock up Winker? I mean, he's been injury prone. I'm just really interested to see what the, you know, they, they did lock up Bell, which I believe he is a good coach. No matter what people say, I, I believe he's a good manager. I, I think the Reds will be, will do something like, I, I think they'll do something not big, but maybe just make some big differences. Because I do believe that this team is still that close to make the playoffs and do something good in the playoffs. I just think this was your opportunity. You had, obviously you had, um, you know, the, the Cubs were down, the Padres started blowing it kind of like the Reds and you're thinking, Oh, this is the opportunity. And then you don't beat the teams. You should like the pirates, like some of these teams, the nationals, you don't deserve to be in the playoffs. And that's kind of like the way I think of it. So I'm interested to hear your thoughts on the Reds. If you're a Reds fan, if you're not, you know, still, what are your thoughts on the MLB season? You know, who do you think is going to win it all? Um, I, next week I'll do, I should probably not next week, probably like the last week of the year, which is that next week? That might be next week, actually. Um, anyways, whenever the last like few games are, I'll make my predictions for the playoffs. Uh, you'll be hearing my predictions and everything in and out like that. Um, yeah, that that's, that's the sad part of the podcast because I just thought, I thought this might have been the year where they could do some damage after a rough start. But, uh, just turns out that they're still the same old reds sometimes where they just, they, they just can't, they can't close. And so I think it's going to be end of the year here soon for them. Uh, and we'll see what happens, uh, here in the near future, uh, with changes and stuff like that. Uh, so that that's baseball. I'm not going to spend too much time on baseball. Um, I also was thinking about talking about some other sports, which I, I can mention some things like uh, soccer. Obviously, you know, R- Cristiano Ronaldo. I didn't even talk about that on a podcast because I think I was just trying to pump these out. But Cristiano Ronaldo going to Man United has made every, I think, childhood because he that was where he was at when I was a kid. I didn't really watch soccer, but I mean, I know I have so many friends that are so excited. Obviously, it's a big thing for the sport. Um, and I'll tell you, being here in Europe, like, you know, doesn't matter where you play, like, you know, you're you're cheered for, uh, especially uh, in soccer in that case. So that's like a big news in soccer. I mean, Messi, he's obviously off to, I think, a decent start. I haven't really paid attention too much, but obviously Ronaldo on Man U. Um, I'm interested to see, like, I, I was watching this guy on TikTok about... Uh, they were like making fun of some clubs in England. And it just reminds me of like the same way Americans make fun of teams uh, in NFL or whatever. Um, but yeah, soccer has been really an interesting sport going on, especially like with COVID and everything. It makes like the Champions League and stuff interesting. But um, I'll go to my predictions of the Champions League uh, probably next next episode. I'll give you those. Um, I honestly, outside of soccer, there's not a ton going on. NBA obviously is getting started here here shortly. The same with uh, college basketball. So super excited to give you my breakdown on that stuff coming up uh, in the next few weeks. Um, but right now, we're going to move into some college football. We're going to be talking to going on to the gridiron and talking about how the, well, the highest state team in general has just been lackluster. Let's just say that. And there needs to be some changes in many areas. Uh, so we're going to get onto that right now. So on to Ohio State football, my Buckeyes that have, well, been very underwhelmingly bad. Uh, no, not. I mean, yes, it's sort of. I don't really know how to describe their season so far. The, the Tulsa game looks like, oh, they won by 21 points. Yeah, no, they didn't. I watched that whole game and it was depressing to say the least. Um, 
the defense is just so bad. Like I said that last week, I'll say it a thousand times more. I, I just, I can't believe the defense. Like, honestly, I can watch Ohio state like my, my whole life. Like I don't remember seeing a defense this bad. And, um, you look at the numbers, it says the same thing. I mean, they have one of the worst, they, they have one of the worst pass defenses in the nation. One of the worst rushing defenses, one of the worst total defenses in the nation. It's just been kind of sad. No pass rush. I mean, I could go on and on. You know, you have a reserve linebacker transfer, if that doesn't say anything. Um, you know, injuries a little bit, but still, just just some bad play. Uh, and there just needs to be... Things need to change, and they have to change, especially, you know, this week, obviously, with Akron, you have this chance to say, let's hope we fix it. But after that, it's Big Ten play, and and you don't have time to be making adjustments like you need to be making some big decisions. And I think it's kind of interesting too, because I'll get to it about Stroud here in a second, but I'm interested to see what happens. I'm interested to see kind of what, you know, they decide to do on defense. Do they decide to, you know, go to man or they go to zone or they, do they blitz more? I, it's kind of frustrating because, you know, obviously I'm from the TV side of things. So, you know, I don't see everything going on, but there are moments where I'm like, Man, like this is Tulsa. No offense to Tulsa, but it's Tulsa. You're Ohio State, and they're beating you on open routes, out hustling you. Um, so yeah, it is. It is kind of frustrating. Um, but yeah, things have to change. And you know, this game coming up against Akron. Akron is one of the worst teams in the country. Yes, they have some spotlights here and there, but they are really bad. Last year they were really bad. The year before that they were really bad. You know. I want to be like, man, this is going to be a blowout. Man, we're going to get all the reserves to play. But I said that last week. I thought maybe even at the end of the Oregon game, you might see that. You haven't seen any of that. And then on top of that, you know, not having not having Stroud, which is kind of precautionary, but not having him, you know, who knows, you know, obviously. Um, but I did make some notices last week. Obviously, I didn't talk about it, but Travion Henderson last week was the five-star we all thought, and he should be. I mean, this dude hasn't played football since you know, not, he didn't play last year because his senior year was canceled. So he played his junior, and he looks like he hasn't missed a beat. Like 277 yards. I mean, the dude is a freak. He's going to be a heck of a player. And I'm sorry, Teague, Mayan Williams. I love both of them, especially Mayan Williams. But I mean, how do you? I mean, how you don't like? How do you not start this guy? I mean, this dude does everything, and you have three years to use him. I mean. Why not? I mean, I, I believe he could break some big records, career rushing records here if he stays healthy. Um, obviously, Ryan Day is kind of a committee guy. I know he's going to probably split the carries again, but man, like <laughs> Travion Henderson is just, he's, he's crazy. I, I love watching the guy. Um, he's going to be good for years to come. And that kind of leads me in to kind of my keys for a win, keys for a victory against, um, against Akron. Right, like I don't know much about Akron's defense. Um, I know that they've they've struggled a lot. Um, yeah, I I don't think it's gonna be as much of a challenge, and that's why I'm gonna say this: run the ball. Like it sounds simple, but like if they run the ball, and I I believe this: if the if the Browns, wow, I wish they could run it like the Browns. If Isaac can run the ball like they did last week, it opens up so much for the passing game. And I think anybody with a little knowledge of football know that. And with Travion Henderson, you put Mayan Williams back there, Teague. 
that opens it up for McCord or Miller, whoever starts. They're both have never thrown a pass. It gives them, makes them comfortable, allows them to feel the game. And I think that's where you'll see, I think, the difference. I believe that he will run. I think he's going to run the ball a lot this week. He saw the effectiveness last week. Um, sorry if you're hearing sirens outside my window, but welcome to Budapest. Uh, but yeah, r- run the ball. I think another big point that I didn't open up with, but I, I should have, is just show up. Like, show up and play the game. Like, don't think you're better than just because it's Akron. You saw with Tulsa, they came in and they fought. They hit you in the jaw. They hit you in the jaw multiple times. I was always taught, like, you show up for every game like it's your last game. And I feel like some of these guys are just like, you know, they're in it. Yeah, sort of the time, you know, whatever. Like, run up the score. Score 65 points. Score 70. Score 80 if you have to. Like, that's what you need right now. It's just to get that confidence boost. The defense, you should go for a shutout. Like, it seems common sense, but I just feel like this defense, that's what they need. The offense needs it. And again, play defense the way we know you should and we know you can. It sounds, again, so easy, but with this team, I just feel like they're just lacking that. And and I and I watched that game last week. I just was like in awe sometimes of like missed tackles, like missed coverages, like these little things. You know, Denzel Burke, who's a freshman, you know, has shown that he he can be a, a top tier defender, but we need more DBs to show up. Linebackers have to show up. Pass rush has to show up. And this is the game to do it. This is the game where you could sit down and go, hmm, this is my opportunity to make make a name for myself, make a name for this team. Um, and again, I, I think at the end of the day, you know, it's going to be a high state victory. Uh, I said that last week and about had a heart attack, but I believe it will be this, this week. And my prediction is 56, 14. I, I don't think it'll be close. I, the reason is just because Akron is really bad. Um, I think we could put our backups out there and still win like 28 to 14. So yeah, I, I think that's that's pretty much it. I mean, obviously, the, I'll mention the Stroud thing for a second. Like, people are freaking out over the Stroud. Like, oh, is he severely injured? Like, it's just precautionary, which I, I 100% agree with Ryan Day. Why risk him against Akron? Get him healthy for Big Ten play. Yeah, and get some reps for McCord and for Miller. Let these guys get a chance to go out there and, and show what they're made of, and we might be surprised. Who knows? But I think that is the the big thing. The big takeaway is just... You know, show up, compete, blow this team out. Uh, and it's the best we can look forward to. And uh, that that's going to be Buckeye football. That's my Buckeye football roundup, uh, which is always exciting. Leave your comments below. Let me know what you think the score is going to be. Let me know what you think is going to happen. Uh, whether it's a good thing or a bad thing that Stroud's being held out. Will the defense show up? Anything like that. Love to hear your thoughts uh, about that. But also, before we move on over to the NFL, let's talk about my game of the week. My game of the week is Notre Dame versus Wisconsin. And as you all know, I don't like Michigan. And I definitely, well, I don't like Notre Dame. And I definitely don't like Michigan. But Notre Dame is one of those teams where I can't stand. I just think they're they're wimps to not join the Big Ten. I think they're afraid. I've said that for years. People can at me. Fight me. I don't care. Uh, but I believe this is the game of the week because I think it's going to be a great game. I think Wisconsin is going to pull out a win. Uh, Jack Cohn actually is going to face Wisconsin, who who he used to play for. So that'll be an interesting matchup. But I just think Notre Dame, 
has been kind of inconsistent. I think Wisconsin is just going to play Wisconsin football. And I think I got to believe in the Big Ten. Root for the Big Ten, always will. Um, Notre Dame should be in the Big Ten, but they're not. Uh, but that is that is college football. That is my thoughts on college football. Um, I think it's going to be a great week again. I think we're going to see some more upsets again. We always seem to do, seem to. And I think we'll see more this week. So that is college football. And we are now going to move on over to the professional side of football. We're going to talk about the NFL. And we're going to talk about the Browns. And well, a game that I think is going to be very interesting uh, coming up this Sunday or Monday. Can't remember when it is. But anyways, we'll talk to you then. And we're back talking about the NFL, talking about some professional football, talking about some craziness that's going to happen this week. I'm just kidding. Nothing crazy. At least I don't think so. Uh, but we are talking about the Browns and uh, a game of the week that I think is going to be an interesting game. And the Browns got in the win column. They are what one and one and one now? Is that what they are? Yes, one and one. Uh, they are playing the Bears this week, which I'll get to in a second. Playing my one of my favorite quarterbacks of all time, and Justin Fields at Ohio State. But that's besides the point. We'll get to that in a second. The Browns won, but it was a little shaky. I felt wasn't as clean as I would like. I think a lot of Browns fans would like. I think that could have been a lot more um, streamlined. They could have done a lot better. Um, but it just showed how good they are. Um, I think it was also disappointing to see Landry go down. Uh, Landry's one of those guys that I've really just loved watching. He he doesn't not flashy, but he's just he's just good football player, solid player. Um, it's disappointing that he's going to miss some games. He's only missed one in his career. And I guess it's a little bonus, I guess, that you have Odell coming back, I, I guess. But uh, it's just a miss because you have such a good um, wide receiver room with the leadership of Landry and Odell, I guess. But uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I, I'm really interested to see how uh, how the Browns do and and how they, uh, they face uh, the Bears. We'll talk about that in a second. But... Going back to last week, I think we were just shown once again how dominant the Browns could be when they hand the ball off to Nick Chubb and Cream Hunt. I mean, handing the ball off to these two, these two guys will win you every game. And I think Baker's feeling that out too, figuring that out. Like, handing the ball off and making the reads that you need to is going to win you ball games. And I think that is going to be a big... Uh, a big difference in winning and losing. And pardon me while I get some water here. Um, yeah, it's it's the difference between winning and losing. Honestly, I think running the ball versus not running the ball. And I'll talk about that in my my points for the game. But I felt like that when the Browns started struggling is when they got away from the run game and started just trying to throw or, you know, made some mistakes on defense. Like when they control the game, the Browns are a very tough team to beat. For sure. I mean, it's it's without a doubt. Sorry about that. Oh, a little parched. But uh, like I was saying, I, I really do believe that the Browns have the best backfield in the in the in the NFL. I've said that for a few weeks now. Um, but yeah, that's that's what I want to look at from last week. We're gonna move into the keys of the week for this week. How I think they're gonna win. And I do believe they will win. Um, I think it's going to be, I'll give you my score here, prediction here coming up, but they will win, I believe. Uh, and the big success, I think the big reason for that will be the success, Success. there we go, of running the ball with Chump, Chump, wow, Chubb and Hunt. And I think that's going to be the one-two punch. I think you have to, especially without Landry and not knowing how healthy 
Odell's going to be. I think with running the ball, I think we'll open up a lot of things for this team. And I think it will be, um, yeah, I, I really do. And I think it will be, I keep, think calm Baker down to the point where he can make better throws. And oh, for love of everything, I hope he doesn't start forcing it to Odell, kind of like how that hurt us last year. And he just goes with what he's been doing. And I think that is going to be the window. That's what's going to have to be the focus. And I also believe Odell has changed. I hope Odell realized that it's not going to run through him because I think if he wants to get that Super Bowl ring, if he wants to get in the playoffs, like he's got to realize that. And I, and I think he does. Um, but we'll just have to wait and see. Uh, and that's a big key. I think a second big key is slowing fields down. Uh, I think Justin Fields is going to have, uh, I'm rooting for him, except this game. Uh, I think he'll struggle, I think, a little bit against the pass rush of the Browns. I think if you can contain him on read options, on scrambles, I think we'll be okay. I think we'll be able to slow down that offense. We just have to wait and see. And I think that's all up to whether we do get pressure. If we don't get pressure on fields, then it could open up a lot of things um, because he's not just a running quarterback. He could throw the ball too. And I think we'll we'll see that for sure. And I, I believe they will slow him down. Uh, maybe not completely, but at least get him to a point where, okay, we can manage the game from here. And then my last kind of uh, key to the game is Mayfield being consistent. One of the biggest things I've had a gripe with Mayfield is that he looks really good for three-fourths of the year, but there's that fourth of the year that he starts struggling and he's inconsistent. I'm worried that he's not, that he's he's in a good spot, but he's going to start going through that inconsistency, which seems to be at the beginning of the year. And I think in order for the Browns to win this game, and I think win to many of their games, he has to be consistent and he has to continue to progress and get better and better in his reads not making stupid throws, not throwing across his body, and just making those throws that I know he can make. I know everyone else knows he can make. make. He's going to always prove people wrong. He's That's just who he is. And I think he's going to prove people wrong that he is a quarterback. He is a guy that can lead this this team. And he will get that extension. And he will um, and he will lead the, the Browns to a deep run in the playoffs this year and I believe years to come as well. Uh, this Browns team is legit. I've said that over and over again. It's not just a one-year thing. I believe this team's going to make the playoffs and make a good run. You can quote me on that now. If I mess it up, then whatever. Uh, but my prediction for the score is I believe it will be 31-17 to 17 Browns. I believe that we'll get about a 14-point win here, give or take, uh, this week. I would love to hear your thoughts. What do you think about the Browns? What do you think about Justin Fields getting the start? Uh, I think that's really interesting. Uh, I hope they don't just put Dalton back in. I believe that you know you need to just let the guy play. Um, which I think that's what will happen at some point this year. Well, let me know your thoughts. I'd love to hear them. I'd uh, love to bicker with you, comment with you, and just see what you you think in the long run. Um, so that's my Browns keys to victory, uh, which is always a a great thing if the Browns win. Uh, but then moving to like my game of the week this week, I believe it's the Rams versus the Buccaneers. You have Matthew Stafford in his new home. who's playing really well. You have Tom Brady being the GOAT, Tom Brady. Crazy how old he is, but he's still playing well. I think it's gonna be a heck of a game. I think I think the Buccaneers will pull it out just because Tom Brady. And uh yeah, I just think it's gonna be a good game. Watch a couple of high state Buckeyes and the Rams play. I'm interested to see how that goes. Um that's my game of the week. I believe the Buccaneers will win about 24 to 20. I think it's gonna be a close game, a low scoring game. 
I think the two defenses will kind of have a say in that. Uh, but that's my predictions of the week. Those are my thoughts for the Browns and for the highest state Buckeyes and my very depressing thoughts about the Reds. Um, but that's, that's what this, this week's episode is going to be. That's where we're going to end it. Hope you've had an amazing episode with me. I hope you've been listening and getting mad at me behind the screen or behind the radio or whatever. Um, I really enjoy this. I love this. Like I said, the other podcast will be back here next week. I'm excited to make some more episodes of that kind of back in the swing of things, kind of feeling comfortable again, just making new content. So that's, what's going to be happening. I hope you've enjoyed. If you've loved listening on any of the social, uh, social media, social media, any of the podcasting platforms, which I'm going to apologize. I haven't been getting these out on the pod platforms that there's some issues with technically technical difficulties. So hopefully they'll be out. But if you've been listening on those, uh, thank you so much. I appreciate it. And if you've loved this, watching this and listening to this on YouTube, then go ahead and click that thumbs up button, hit the subscribe button, hit that notification bell. That allowed me to see that you love this video. You want to see more of the podcast. Maybe you want to, maybe I'll see your comments. I'll be able to hear what you like uh, and all of that. So once again, uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, it truly means a lot. Uh, I couldn't do this without you guys. And so once again, I hope you have a blessed weekend. I hope you have a blessed day. And remember, we'll talk next time.